motherhood, marriage, and all things adulting. That's what you'll find each week here at the Chaos Under Control podcast. What's up, guys? I'm your host, Emily Richardson, and I'm so excited to share this transparent and relatable space with you. So grab a coffee, invite a friend, and let's hang. Hello, hello, and welcome to Chaos Under Control. I'm Emily. You already know that. (laughs) I'm so excited to be recording today. And wherever you are in the world listening to this episode, I hope you are having a blessed week. I hope that the universe is being good to you and you are in good spirits, but I'm so glad that you have found your way here because if this just hasn't been your week and you're not in good spirits, it's going to get better because today we're talking about Christmas, da da da, (laughs) but we're talking about Christmas traditions today and I'm so pumped because I had so many people message me on Instagram when I did a little poll and they said that they wanted me to talk about Christmas traditions and I'm so excited because I didn't even think about that, which is bizarre because I love Christmas, but apparently people are curious about traditions and some ideas and how to change their current traditions, and so we're going to dive into that today, and I am thrilled. If you love Christmas as much as me, you're going to love this episode, but before we get started, I do want to put a disclaimer out there. These are all just suggestions that you could try should you choose to do that, but if you or your family don't do Christmas traditions, that is okay. I'm not saying you have to have one. These are just some ideas and some alterations that people can do to current traditions if they're looking for that. I did get a lot of inquiries about it, so a lot of people are. But if you are not, no trouble, no big deal. These are just suggestions. So Christmas is a holiday that we all want to spend with the ones we love most. That's what it's all about. It's about the birth of Jesus and his love for the world and celebrating him by celebrating each other. That's what Christmas is. However, that isn't always the case. It's not always the ideal option. When you blend bubbles, if you refer back to episode 66, you'll know what I'm talking about. When you blend families, you marry someone Um, have children, that sort of things, or when you move away, and like I said, especially have kids, your childhood Christmas traditions, should you have them, might have difficulty carrying on. Ergo, new traditions become ideal, or creating a tradition because you didn't have them, whatever. But I have two categories for you. The first category is the old traditions. The second category is how to take that old tradition and make it your own, kind of tweak it a little bit for your lifestyle now, should you need to do that. If there's nothing wrong with the old tradition, don't fix what ain't broken. You know what I'm saying? Leave it how it is. This is just in case. So one that I actually got from a lot of people is that, for example, in the old tradition category, we have spending Christmas with your family. That is something all of us did growing up, I'm sure. You'd wake up Christmas morning in your own house or your dad's house, your mom's house, whatever. You did that regularly. You knew that was your place where you lived. That's where you spent the holidays. Well, now maybe you've moved away out of state, out of the country. You've gotten married. You have kids. So you've got your spouse's family to think about, your kids. You've got your stepmom, your stepdad, your mom, your dad your parent, your grandparents, whoever. You have a lot of people, a lot of separate lifestyles, people in different places, all to think about. That can be very overwhelming. And if you are a military spouse, you know that is our life. Luckily, I met my husband out of state, but we both are from the same state, which was bizarre. So this isn't such an issue for us. 
but a lot of military couples, almost all of them, if they meet after one has joined the military, one of them is from this state, one of them is from somewhere else, and it's a hot mess. But we can work this out for them, so we can work this out for y'all. Not a big deal. So what you're going to have to do, first and foremost, you're going to have to accept that Christmas is going to come every single year. And every single year, you're going to be dealing with people who all live different lives, who some people get along with others better than others, vice versa. Some people don't get along. People's schedules are different. They have to accommodate different people. They're coming from different directions. There's all these factors. You cannot be in every single place at once. As much as you would like to be, you can't. Neither can anyone else. So you have to understand that and just enforce that from the beginning. Point number two for this Here's what I have for taking the old tradition of waking up at your house as a single person with your family every year for Christmas. It was easy then to now you're married with kids, live out of state, whatever the case may be. What you can do is take turns. You can say, hey, this year we're spending Christmas with my family. Next year we're spending Christmas with your family. Or hey, if our families live close, this year we get my family for Christmas Eve. We'll go to my dad's uh, during the day, my mom's that night. And then Christmas Day, we're going to your dad's and your mom's. Or if they're not divorced, we'll be with your mom and dad this day, my mom and dad this day. However that looks, you can do that. But when you do that, don't be the person that's like, we're just going to go be with your family. And then you have to figure out, okay, are we going to grandma's? Are we going here? Are we going there? Are we going there? No. Especially if you have kids. If you have kids, listen to me, sister or brother. This is important. Tell them, say, hey, we can devote this much time to y'all side of the family. Where are we doing Christmas? We're not going from house to house. We are going to one place and everyone can come there that we're going to see. But we cannot bounce our children around on Christmas Eve from house to house to get them in bed for them to wake up at the butt crack of dawn for Santa and then go from this house to this house to this house. We're not doing that. We are going to one location to see all of this group of whoever this group is. Where are we going? Okay, great. That's where we're going. Fabulous. All right. So for your mom's family, we're going to go here. For your dad's family, we're going to go there. Perfect. Got it. You have to be structural about it because if everybody's like, oh, well, you know, we're going to go to grandma's for a while and then Aunt Sheila's and then Brother Billy Bob's. Nope, we're not doing that. Sorry. Or you are going to wear yourself thin and you're going to be the Grinch, I assure you. So don't do that. So you can take turns. You can say, you know, this year we're just going to see your family because my family lives on the other side of the country. You can do that. That's okay. You have to consider finances, traveling fees. Again, you cannot spread yourself thin. Christmas is meant to spend with family and enjoy it, not travel all over the world in 60 seconds, okay? I'm pretty sure that's a movie. Irrelevant, but you're not meant to do that and neither is anyone else. Also, what you can do for that same old tradition, rather than spending Christmas, staying at your family's house that night, waking up there, you can host Christmas. I don't know the size of your house. I don't know how big y'all's families are. I don't know any of that. But if it would be easier, you can say, hey, I'm the one with the new babies. My kids are young. You know, y'all are older. Your kids have grown up. We're going to do Christmas at my house this year. So my kids can go to sleep in their beds, wake up in their beds at their house, do Santa here in their living room. We're not spreading them all over the world. They have nap times, whatever. That just would be easier for everyone. You could bring that idea up and say, yeah, we can do Christmas at my house. Your family can go in on a hotel room and split it. They're only staying there for two nights. It's not the end of the world. If enough people split the price, it will be cheaper. You can have some at your house. However that is for you is your business. 
but you could host Christmas and just say, hey, I know we've always done it at grandma's house or mom's house, but since grandma's no longer here with us or grandma's in the nursing home or grandma lives with you now, mom, or our parents are divorced or whatever, we're going to do Christmas here and y'all can all come here and we can all be civil together. Some of y'all can stay at a hotel. Some can stay here. I don't know. Or we can all rent a building somewhere nearby and we can do it there, the church, fellowship hall, whatever. There's plenty of options, but you can go in charge and host Christmas. You can always offer that. All right, next point for the same bullet for the old tradition being spending Christmas waking up at your house you grew up in with your family is the old tradition. Now you can go early. Let's say Christmas is obviously Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, but let's say that all of your family wants to see you, your husband's family, your wife's family, y'all have kids, everybody wants to see the babies on Christmas and that's just the end of it. Everybody's going to freak out otherwise. Okay, just tell them, say, okay, well, since it's physically impossible for all of us to be with all of you at the same time on the same holiday and we don't have the means to travel from here and there and there within a 12-hour period or whatever the case may be, just tell them, just say, hey, why don't y'all come to our house the weekend before Christmas or a few days before, whatever your schedule is. We will do our Christmas here together uninterrupted. You can have your time with us. And then on actual Christmas, we'll be there. You can flip a coin for that. You can draw straws. You can do wishbone, whatever you want. Or you can say, we'll go to your house for that period of time before Christmas, spend time with you. And then on actual Christmas, we're going to go to their house or whatever. Work it out. Offer suggestions though, because people have to realize, and it's hard, but when you, like I said in my episode a little while back, episode 66, when you take your bubble, your immediate bubble, your parents, your mom, your dad, brothers, sisters, the people in your household that you grew up in, and then you go and marry someone, you no longer have your own bubble. You have their bubble too. When you have their bubble, their bubble has to be included on holidays, birthdays, vacations, all the things just as much as yours. And then when kids are involved, everybody's got to be included because they're all part of that child or children's lives. So you have to consider everybody. And because of that, Christmas is Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. It's two days. That's it. If there's 50 people you have to consider, very rarely in history do families get to solve 50 people's problems and make it happen on two days. It's just not very rare. It's just not going to happen unless it's a wedding, a one-time thing for everyone, a birthday party, that sort of thing. When you do Christmas celebrations with dinners and lunches and waking up here, going to sleep there, it's a lot. You have to consider that. Everybody has to consider that. And you just have to meet each other in the middle. And if you have to celebrate Christmas with that side of the family on December 23rd, the presents are going to be the same. The food's going to taste the same. And Jesus's birthday is not going to change on the day that you decide to make Christmas. It's not, the calendar's not just going to change and say, okay, well, I guess Jesus has to be born a different day now. No, it's not that serious. Just be patient with each other. Try to work it out amongst each other. And please, for the sake of your kids, do not be nasty to each other. All right, moving on down the list. Old tradition, Christmas Eve pajamas, movie, and popcorn. So let's say you got to open one gift Christmas Eve and it was a PJs for that night, a DVD back in the day when you had to have those, or a movie, a VHS, some popcorn, candy, whatever. That's super cool. That's great. Well, now we don't do DVDs really anymore. So that's kind of out of the loop, but you can keep that tradition 
And instead of completely changing it, just do it with your children and your spouse. Everybody opens one gift and you know that gift is going to be Christmas pajamas and it might be pajamas with somebody's favorite candy in it. It might be pajamas with a board game attached to it. It might be pajamas with a paper in there that says, let's turn on this movie. So you're not going and buying a DVD physically, but you get to kind of carry that tradition over. And now it's all the rage to wear matching Christmas pajamas. I figured that out last year and I did not get the memo in time because we did not match. But this year we will be ready. So it's all the rage to have matching pajamas for your Christmas photo. So that's the perfect time to do it before the next morning when all the presents are unwrapped, have all the presents under the tree Christmas Eve, put on your PJs matching Take the picture, snuggle up and watch Netflix, eat some popcorn, some candy, order DoorDash or whatever. All the things. So there's plenty of options there. Another old tradition might be that you made Christmas cookies with your mom and grandma. And then you'd sit around eating cookies and lay them out for Santa and eat the cookies while you watched your Christmas movie in your PJs, whatever. That is all beautiful and dandy. But if times have changed and you aren't able to do that now, you can host a Christmas cookie swap. Now, my mom's best friend where we grew or where I grew up, she hosted a Christmas cookie swap for years and years and she still does and it's the most fun thing ever. And what it is is she invites her friends, me, my mom, her and some of our other friends from church and such and we go to her house and we each bring however many cookies she tells us. It depends how many people come. But usually we each bring 24 cookies, I'm pretty sure. And you bring your 24 cookies, whatever Christmas cookies you make, we make a Facebook group ahead of time and you tell the group what kind of cookies you're making. If I'm making sugar cookies, I'll say in the Facebook group, I'm making sugar cookies, 24 of them. So nobody else will make sugar cookies. We all show up with our cookies. We put them on the kitchen table and then she gives us a little goodie bag and we each go around with the tongs and we pick up two cookies from each plate. And then you go home on Christmas Eve with all of these delicious Christmas cookies. You have brownies, you have pretzels, cookies, the whole nine. Delicious. So good. And you can eat those cookies while you wear your PJs. You just open and watch Christmas movies. It's the best. It's like having all your cookies that you ever wanted, but you don't have to make the mess and bake every one of them. It's fantastic. It's such a fun social event. Her and her daughters that host it, they all wear matching aprons every year. You wear a Santa hat. You can play games. So fun. So if you can't bake cookies with your family, you can bake them ahead of time and have your friends come over and do a cookie swap. Me and some of the army wives have talked about doing that this year as well. So highly recommend that. It's super fun. I love it. I also have a spiked apple cider recipe for those of you who are 21 and up. DM me. It's fantastic. Just saying. It's perfect for that party. So moving on down the list. Let's say that Another old tradition is that you have a yard sale before Christmas because you're getting rid of all your old things to get your new gifts. That's very understandable and people do that and that is fantastic. But let's say that you just don't have the energy to do the yard sale by yourself and you don't want to do it because that's what you and your family did and it wouldn't feel right to do it by yourself and you can't go home for the yard sale, whatever, who knows. If that's the case for your old tradition, we can keep that in a certain way. If you can't do the yard sale, why don't you donate them to Santa? What that means is that if you saw on my social media last year, for my son, what I'm going to do every year is put like a basket by the Christmas tree 
or somewhere in the house for that matter. But just put it somewhere in the house and I have a note on it that says, it's from Santa, and it says, Stetson, if you fill this basket with clothes, toys, shoes, anything you no longer use or want, I'm going to reward you with four things. Something you want, something you need, something to wear, something to read, and then of course stocking stuffers. I do that for multiple reasons, but that is so beneficial for him as an as a person to grow and learn that if you give it's just as good as receiving if not better it's good to give and then whatever he gives I donate those items so it's kind of the same thing we're cleaning out his room getting rid of things he no longer wears shoes toys we're getting rid of all that because we know he's getting new ones for Christmas and then 18 days later his birthday so by doing that I'm getting rid of all the old stuff we're giving it to someone who could use it who needs it who maybe didn't have a great Christmas, we can surprise them and say, hey, here you go. Here's a ton of stuff for you, a ton of stuff for your families. We put diapers in there that don't fit them anymore, obviously unused. But I do the same thing. I go through my belongings. I go through our house, canned goods, all the things. And we donate them because it's not, Christmas isn't about us. It's about Jesus, who is a giver, who is everything we desire to be. And we can't just take, take, take gifts on his birthday and not give anything back. That's foolish. So that's a great thing for you to do. If you can't do the yard sale, gather up all the things and tell your kids, no matter how much you want to spoil them on Christmas, just tell them Santa specifically will intentionally bring them something they want, something they need, something to wear, and something to read just for being great servants, just like the Lord, and for donating items to people who don't get to have as good of a Christmas as your kids do. It's a wonderful thing. It declutters. It's a great tradition to have. Alrighty. Almost done with this list. An old tradition might be the Christmas Eve service at church. That's one of my favorite traditions. But let's say you've moved somewhere and you are unable to go to church, maybe because of COVID or maybe because your spouse just had a baby and you're not able to leave. You have to help her and you just can't go to church or whatever the situation might be. Another thing that would be super fun is that if you maybe baked a cake or did something at your house for like a little birthday party for Jesus. I know that sounds funny, but hear me out. You could bake a little cake. You could get your cookies from your cookie swap, put a candle in it, sing happy birthday to Jesus, say a prayer for the year that you've had, the people you've come across, whether you know them or not, say a prayer and include those people that you will meet in the future, the experiences lying before you in the following year. Just say that prayer and thank Jesus for what he did coming on earth, giving us this holiday to celebrate him and all that he did for us. You can do something super fun like that. You can watch movies like The Star. It's an adorable movie about Christmas. It's super precious. Do things like that because essentially when you go to church, the Christmas Eve service, you're celebrating Jesus. So having a mini birthday party for Jesus at home is no different. It's just a different form of celebration. So I highly recommend that. If you have kids, they would love to join in on that as well. All right, another point. Christmas caroling might have been an old tradition. I've never been Christmas caroling and no one wants to hear me carol, I assure you. You don't want that. Take my word for it. But a lot of people I know have done that. But with COVID going on right now, I'm sure a lot of caroling groups are not going to be doing that. And who knows? Maybe they are. I don't know how that works. But if they're not or if you're not able to be with your caroling group, if you're just not going to be able to make that work, you should do Christmas karaoke and put it on Facebook Live. Tell your friends, say, hey, we're going to be caroling from our living room on Facebook Live. 
Who wants to see us in our living room getting down to Jingle Bell Rock? Who wants to see it? You can put on Santa hats. You can tell everybody, join in to this Facebook group, add yourself to it or do it on your page, whatever. At this time, we're going to be caroling from our living room. We hope you enjoy it and just make fun out of it. You can do it with your decorations behind you and carol from your house so it's safer. You're not having to go out in the weather if you're having health conditions or you have a baby or whatever, or if you can't be with your family to carol, you can FaceTime each other and sing songs, however you want to do it. You have to improvise, but it can be done. That's all that matters. If the old tradition was you donated canned goods, kind of like the yard sale I was talking about. A lot of people clean out their pantries at Christmas time because they want to get all the old spices out and old spice, that's funny, <laughs> get the old spices out and the cans they didn't use for Christmas. They might have bought too many canned goods or box goods for Christmas dinner that they know they're not going to use for other recipes. It's very common for people to do that. So you can still do that. You can keep that. Or... Maybe if you don't have canned goods necessarily to donate, you could take the time to gather up items maybe around your house that are unused, go buy some new items and make care packages and mail them to people overseas. You can do like the um, children that need a sponsor for Christmas time overseas or here. You can get lists online for that. Churches usually have lists for that. Several organizations like pageants usually can direct you to who you need to speak to to get that list or children's homes in your area. Those are great as well. So take the time to use the advantage of cleaning out your home, doing the good deed of donating and know that you're actually doing what you're supposed to do at Christmas. Like Christmas isn't about getting the new iPhone, getting the new bag, new this, new that. It's about celebrating the life of Jesus who his entire time on earth, he gave and he forgave people and he showed love and compassion. And that's that's the kind of traditions you want. You want that togetherness and that love and compassion to really thrive within your traditions. So I have a little list here of the main components of a Christmas tradition. Component number one, consistent. Number two, you look forward to it. Number three, creates happiness each time. And number four, making it known it's a tradition or to be expected. So all of that embodies a Christmas tradition. It can be as simple as FaceTiming each other to go caroling, like I said, or having a big dinner at your grandma's house or the PJs, the night of Christmas Eve, or whatever the case may be, chopping down a tree together as a family Whatever the tradition is, just make sure that you do it every year. Try to do it every year, at least. Um, Look forward to it. Everybody needs to be excited about it. It creates happiness each time. That's the whole point of traditions, to make it fun and make it melt your heart and just be the best thing since sliced bread. And then, of course, making it understood. This is a tradition. Expect it every year. We're going to have this to look forward to, if nothing else. And when you think of Christmas, think of this time specifically. So, One key point here for you, and then we are all done. So your children and you can begin your own traditions for any holiday at any time. You can also carry over current traditions for them to pass down. So I don't know y'all's lives. I don't know your family size. I don't know your situation, but I do know that if you can ever take something that you grew up on that brought you joy, like a tradition or a moment or a memory, and you can pass that on to your kids to carry throughout their life, that's so pure. And just that's just family that embodies happiness and love and compassion. And that's not something they can buy at a store that's going to lose its value in a year. That's a memory that 
truly impacted your life in some way and you're letting it impact theirs as well. That's powerful. So don't be afraid to carry over traditions. Don't be afraid to start traditions. Just make sure that you're taking the time to spend holidays with the people you love, doing the things you love, and don't forget what the holidays are really about. Love each other, show compassion, Thank Jesus that he did what he did for this earth because without him, we wouldn't be here to surround ourselves with loved ones. And I am so thankful for y'all. I'm so blessed that Jesus saw this podcast as part of my life story and I get to share it with you. And I don't know where it's going to go, but I love the direction it's headed thus far. And I am so excited that Christmas is coming in a few weeks. And if you have any more Christmas suggestions for traditions or traditions you may already do, please message me on Instagram and let me know. DM me on there. Message me on Facebook. Email me. Do whatever you have to do. Reach out to me because I want to know. I want to practice these traditions with my family. I want to be that lady that balls out with bells and holly at Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, all the things with traditions. So thank y'all for stopping by. God bless. I love each and every one of you. I cannot wait for our next episode and I'll see you next time.